Hi guys and welcome back to another episode. So if you've been on social media, you've probably seen that Dawn Butler was involved in a stop um, by the police. Um, I don't believe it was a stop and search, but she was stopped by the police for driving in Hackney. The reason the police gave was because the car was registered to West Yorkshire or something like that. And obviously this has raised questions about whether or not the police are institutionally racist and carried out that stop because she was black and driving a nice car. So on today's episode, what I essentially want to do is tell people their rights. I think for far too long, people are unsure and very anxious when they have interactions with the police because they do not know what they the police are legally allowed to do and what rights they have. And just to give you a couple of stats to show the problem um, with sort of institutional racism and why there's huge concerns about the police disproportionately targeting black people. Um, if you're in the UK and you're black, you're nine times more likely to be stopped and searched. And black people are also more likely to be handcuffed during a stop and search. So one thing um, I just want to point out before we get into the video is if you go onto the government website, and I'll put this in the show link, one of the first things it says about a stop and search is that police might stop you and ask you the following questions. What is your name? What are you doing in the area? And where are you going? You do not have to answer any of these questions. If you don't, and there is no other reason to suspect you, then this alone can't be used as a reasonable grounds to, so to search you or arrest you. So just by that alone, there's probably so many people that didn't realize that, that when you are stopped by the police, you don't have to provide your name. You don't have to tell them what you're doing in the area. And you certainly don't have to tell them where you're going. Um, just because you don't tell them these things isn't grounds for them to suspect you or to search you for anything. So there are two types of laws. There are two essential laws that police use to stop and search people. The first is called Section 1 of the Police and Criminal Evidence Act. So that is essentially when the police are stopping you and they have reasonable grounds to do so. Later on in the video, I'll talk about what reasonable grounds means. But that's one of the most, that is the most common law that police use to stop people. Reasonable, they suspect someone. They have reasonable grounds to suspect the person is carrying something or has committed a crime, so they are stopping and searching them. The second, which isn't used as much, but is, be is becoming increasingly used, and it's the one that it's being used um, specifically on black people, it's called the Section 60. So the police don't need reasonable grounds to actually search you under this act, but what? But they can only do this when a crime has been committed in the area and it has to have the approval of a senior officer. Recently, Boris Johnson has lowered the threshold of what, um, of what a senior officer needs to sort of provide before approving a Section 60. And remember, it only happens in a geographical area and the police do not need reasonable grounds to search you. So let's say, for example, there's been a stabbing or shooting in the area. The police can search everyone in that geographical area, even if they don't have reasonable grounds. OK, so now that we've cleared that up, um, I want to get into some of the stuff um, that you guys should know. So. So one of the first important things you need to know about your rights is that before the search starts, the police officer must tell you these things their name and the police station they work at, what exactly they expect to find, for example, drugs, the reason why they are searching you, 
um, why they are legally allowed to search you, so what law they're using, and then they have to provide you of, of a record of the re of the search receipt, and um, you should be able to get, a if they can't give you a copy at that specific time, they should be able to provide you um, with a way to get a copy. Um, another thing that's important to note is that if you are religious and you wear religious pieces of clothing and the police remove that, they have to take you away from um, public vision. A police officer from your gender has to conduct the search. Police officers are allowed to cuff you when conducting the search if they believe that you are assisting the search. Remember, being searched does not mean that you've been arrested. So I've got some frequently asked questions here. One of the, um, the first question is, do you need to answer questions when being stopped? Like I said previously, you do not need to answer the police. You don't need to essentially tell the police your name. You don't need to tell them why you're in the area. And you certainly don't need to tell them where you're going. So to the answer to that question is no, you do not have to answer their questions. They aren't allowed to use unnecessary force. And like I said before, if they do remove um, certain pieces of clothing, then someone from your gender has to conduct the search and they have to move you away from public vision. So the third question is, can I ask for a reason as to why I'm being stopped? Yes, you can. And the police must do this before the search starts. They must tell you why you've been stopped and they must tell you what law they're using to stop you. Okay, we have the fourth question now. What's a guaranteed way to avoid confrontation when you know you're in the wrong? Well, if you know you're in the wrong, then the best thing you could probably do is comply with the police that way. Um, because if you're if you're in the wrong and you are carrying a weapon or a drug, then they can use reasonable force to arrest you. So if you know you're in the wrong, the best thing to do is comply and be very polite. But if you know you're right, then I would say you don't necessarily have to be as forthcoming. So the fifth question is, what's the most common traits officers use on people that don't know their rights? So police officers can turn off their body cams. So police officers have um, recorders that record uh, what they're doing and their activity. And um, you are also allowed to film the police. So one of the things police officers tend to do, especially in an age of social media, is they turn off their body cams or they um, tell you you can't record. I've seen that um, happen before. You are allowed to record. The police officer cannot confiscate your phone and force you to delete the footage. You are entitled to record your entire interaction with the police. The sixth question is, can the police stop me for no reason? And if they stop me with a good reason, how can I punish them for wasting my time? So like I said before, there are two types of laws that the police can use to stop you. The first requires reasonable grounds, which we'll get onto later. The second is if they don't have reasonable grounds, a crime has to have been committed in the geographical area and it has to have been approved by a senior officer. If they do search you and they don't find anything, unfortunately, you cannot punish them for wasting your time. However, you can make a formal complaint for the stop and search. The seventh question I've gotten is, can they arrest you on the spot? The answer to that is no. The police officer cannot arrest you unless they suspect unless they suspect that you've committed a crime if you do end up interacting with the police and it seems like the conversation is going nowhere one thing you can ask the police is have i been detained 
the minute they answer no to that question, you are allowed to walk away because they haven't arrested you and you are free to go. Um, so the eighth question we have is, if they don't have reasonable grounds to do so, is there any way to refuse it? So there are, so police officers can ask if they can search you, but remember, if you say no to that, they don't have the right to. However, if there's been a crime committed in the local area, then they can search you even if you refuse. Okay, so the last two questions we have is what should you do if you witness the stop and search? And do you have the right to record the officer? So like I said before, yes, you do have the right to record the officer. Um, what should you do if you witness the stop and search? If you witness police brutality, I would argue that the best thing to do in this day and age is to whip out your phone and record the the interaction. Um, that way you can actually hold police officers to account and they can be held responsible for using that unnecessary force. Okay, so the last thing I want to um, answer is that is that question, what is reasonable grounds? Um, and this is a very subjective subject because what's defined as reasonable grounds can can can, can very often change um so what is defined as reasonable grounds is very subjective um but what i can answer i can't answer necessarily what reasonable grounds are but what i can say is what reasonable grounds aren't so the smell of for example um cannabis isn't doesn't actually count as reasonable grounds um contrary to popular belief in 2017 um, police chiefs argued with the College of Policing, which sets up guidance for policing, after it said that the smell of um, cannabis alone did not always justify a stop and search. So this is still in contention, but the College of Police, which sets up the guidance for police officers, has said that the smell of cannabis alone does not always justify a stop and search. Um, things like, for example, um, you not being from the area isn't reasonable grounds. Things like, for example, you driving a nice car isn't reasonable grounds for a stop and search. So yeah, that, that's essentially it. Um, I've, I hope you enjoyed this video and I hope I cleared up any sort of questions you had. If you have any further questions, feel free, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, DM me on my social media accounts, Toby Talks on Instagram and on Twitter. And follow those accounts as well if you want to stay up to date with political news and information. Peace.